There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Now, on to Storm v. The Tigers. Um, look, sometimes a win's a win. <laughs> I mean, always it's a win's a win, but... Um, <laughs> more often than not, at least. Yeah, more often than not. <laughs> but, geez, the Storm needed this. It wasn't pretty. The Tigers were uh, definitely not pretty. Uh, just get it done. Uh, you know, sometimes you just got to rock up. It doesn't matter if it's dirty. It doesn't matter if it's ugly. It doesn't matter if you're sitting there going, wow, this isn't what we usually play like. And you just need to get a win. And the Storm did that. And a few of their players that had been a bit quiet um, were quite good. Uh, Will Wilbrook is one of them. Um, they completed 87%. Uh, they missed tackles was around the 26th March, which isn't too bad. Uh, they had more possession of the ball. You know, are they the absolute show-stopping monsters of two years ago? Like, to be honest, they're nowhere near that at the moment, the Storm. But as I just said, a win is a win. Take it. Build confidence. There's a few players that have been a bit quiet that really stood up. Munster looked much better back in that side. Geez, they look like a different side with him in it, which is, you know, obvious statement. Um, a few of their edge back roles were outstanding. Leoro, Katoa, uh, Josh King got through a mountain of work. So a win's a win, man. A win is a win. It was ugly, but you just take it. Yeah, take yeah. it and fucking bounce. Good teams play shit and win. So Melbourne, they'll be happy to get out of there with this one. Um, mate, I want to give a little shout-out to Pizzette. Uh He played in the under-19s game last year, killed it in that game. I, I'd i watched him play a lot of other footy, and I, I wasn't convinced he was as good as what people were saying. He's come into first grade and done incredibly well, I mm. think. Credit to him. He has been really, really impressive. Replacing Jerome Hughes in this one. I thought he did some really nice things, did some great things last week as well. So Well, he should have two tries. He's got, like, none His here. stats seem unders to me for yeah. how he played. I'm pretty sure yeah. he had – because he had the flick pass and then the – and the, oh, yeah, so he had the flick. So he broke the line, flick pass to Katoa. Yeah. And then the other one where he got a quick ball and then he flicked it out the back where he couldn't see and then they scored in the wings. So that's two tries. So, so a good example of stats being misleading, Cam. I mean, I've spoken before about how – 
uh, off the NRL.com, use the NRL stats, whereas other platforms like Supercoach, for example, will use the Fox Sports stats. And they, they determine tri-assists in particular are the ones that are off. And the best example of it on the weekend was Johnny Bateman, where he crabs across field, fends off three or four blokes, passes to the space, and IPAP just catches and passes. On NRL.com, IPAP gets the tri-assist for that. Yeah, okay. Bateman gets a contribution where it's like, clearly that's John Bateman's tri-assist, yeah, but clearly. that's where it can be a little bit misleading. Um, yeah, who else? Uh, yeah, you're right, because like, I, I was uh, in a similar mould of like, I knew he'd be a first grader for sure, but was it a few years earlier than we expected him to probably debut? Because mm. in that under 90s Origin game you're talking about, he had four tries, and this height was like, I think some of the greats were even saying it's the most I've ever seen a player control a game since either Cam Smith or Joey. Anyway, Jesus. Um, even though it's for under 19s. And so I was like, <laughs> I hope that because he did this on such a big stage for under 19s that people aren't expecting the world of him. But then he's yeah. come in, he's had. Four try involvements already in two games. Minimum. He's done very well. The other one I was going to mention was Ellie Katoa, but I'm scared that uh, Timmy might get a little bit upset if I steal his thunder on Ellie. Nah, I've said enough about Ellie Katoa the last three weeks, so you can have him. <laughs> I thought he was great. Um, I'm only echoing everything I had to listen to Tim screaming at the TV the other night, but uh, I thought he was fantastic in this one. And we, we sort of said before, uh, might have been off mic, like we had questions about... Jeez, are Melbourne still getting these guys, developing them out of nowhere and turning them into stars? And, I mean, he's a guy that he's starting to look like what we expect from Melbourne when they sign someone that's got potential but hasn't quite put it together. Yeah. And just his workload, though, I've, that's what I've been most... Like, yeah, oh, with I, the tough carries he's Line breaks and shit, I know he can do it. I know that comes yeah. easy to him. It's the other stuff that I've been really impressed with. It's, it's what the Storm do so well. Like, yeah. they take players where you know they've got the ceiling, but what's their, their middle ground like? And... Um, I agree, mate. Like, the line breaks, it's almost... Uh, yeah, you should be doing that. You're a gun. But where's the tough carry when we need it out of our end? And Katoa has been phenomenal at that. And I, I don't, what's crazy is I don't even think we're even close to where he's going to get to. You know what I mean? Wait until the Storm spine actually has some time together and can, can get to create sets around him, like the Penrith Panthers did with Kickout. That's the other thing as well. I mean, what, what I'll be round four, he's played with two halfbacks already on his mm. edge. Like, it's swapped and changed. It hasn't been easy for him. The other one, mate, on that same edge, Will Warbrick. Um, Much better. Oh, I, I got to the end of last week and thought, oh, I'm not sure if he'll be named this week. I mm. genuinely thought he was in trouble. Bounce back with a really good game here. Five tackle breaks, uh, two line breaks. A couple of errors. A try. I think, I think he's going to be... One of those guys I think he's always going to have. An error or two in him. One or two errors in him, realistically. Yeah. But the upside's easily worth it. Yeah. He just When you get him the ball, I think that's been the problem last few weeks. He hasn't got any clean ball at all. Yeah, he um, he seemed like... Uh, like, it is tough for, especially a union guy, to come across because it's not like they don't want to go in and work and they, they, they want to go in and scoot and they want the ball and they want to be involved. But sometimes it's a confidence thing, yep. especially like at a club like the Storm... If there's any club that's still a little bit old school, it's the Storm. And so it's all about earning respect, earning the right, all that kind of stuff. And so sometimes as a winger, you want to get in there and take scoots, but you don't, you don't want to stuff plays up. You don't want to stuff sets up. And I think on the weekend he just said, you know what, I'm just going to get in there, rip and tear, and if I'm ruining sets or whatever, we can take care of that after the game. Clearly he wasn't ruining sets, but there was a real effort from him, you could tell, to just get in and get his hands on the ball. And I think when a lot of fans, not a lot of fans, some fans, they'll see wingers or centers or whatever and they'll just immediately think, oh, he's lazy, he's whatever. But all these players are the guns from where they grew up. 
every single one of them, they want the ball and they want to have an involvement in the game as much as possible. A lot of the time it's either down to game plan or it's down to lack of confidence uh, that that a winger or a centre doesn't get come in and get his, involved as, as much. Uh, and I think on the weekend we saw him just go, you know what, stuff it. I'm going to get my hands on the ball quite a lot. He was much better, much better. Just having a look through his um, Q, um, Q Cup stats last year, like it does seem to be every game there's one or two errors. Yeah. Every game. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. But the upside is so good. Yeah. I think you can sort of like we were talking about with um, Montoya the other day. Mm. You can wear one or two errors throughout the game if you're going to get that every well, week. You ever want to see a player, it's Manu Butterfly. Yeah. Everyone was like, you know what? You can have a one or two errors because we know what you can do. We'd rather you rampaging instead of scared to drop the ball. Um, whereas, as mm. we've spoken about, the smaller wingers, you're like, no, mate, you can't afford to – you don't do what the big boys do. You can't afford to have errors. So, um, hopefully, they can slowly weed it out of his game. But uh, I thought he was easily his best game since coming across. He was really, really good. Uh, as we said, Cam Munster, really good. It's going to be interesting. So, 145 metres, three tackle breaks, a line break, 22 tackles. Their halves – together miss nine tackles so that's going to be something that they probably need to work on quite a bit because if they you know Munster 22 tackles five missed Pezet 28 tackles four missed um not that Munster's ever a spot but if that does continue they will become spots and they'll have to do more work uh, uh anything else a uh, quick shout out to Trent Lioro he made 37 tackles with zero misses Good bounce back. He was another one I thought last week. Tom Eisenhurst in the extended squad. Is he going to hold on to his spot? I thought he did really well this week. The one, the one that sort of stood out for me, and I think it's a special mention, in a pretty tough start of the season, we'd all agree, for the storm, particularly the middles and, and the yardage has been great. I thought Nick Meaney's been really good. Mm. She had four tries in four games. She's running for 153 metres a game. I just think he's been extremely consistent. He's getting good yardage out of there. And, look, he's never going to be a superstar at fullback, but every time there's a bust, he's supporting. He's always in the right place. He's safe under a high ball. Uh, I, I thought he's been terrific this season. Sometimes when you're struggling with form, you just need players like that. Mm. Yeah. That they're just going to rock up, rip in, low error count, get the job done, and then you build on top of that. Kind of thing. And I mean, without putting the shoe in, put Nick Meaney in Canberra. I reckon your season's looking pretty different at the moment. Oh, it'd be... Cam would give anything for Nick Manny at the yeah, moment. It's a good point. It's a good point. So good win good win from Storm from the perspective of just get the win, build confidence. You're gonna get your spine together eventually. Uh, from a, a wider bird's eye view, comparing it to Storm of yesteryear, they are a, quite a substantial away uh, substantial um, space away from where they were the last few years. I mean, two years ago they literally Two or three years ago, they were breaking all sorts of records. They were unstoppable. And to be fair, Pappenhausen, Hughes, Munster and Grant haven't really been together since. But And, and, and also, Storm fans, I understand you are missing a bunch of players. Like mm-hmm. I'm not like saying that at all, but I'm just saying even with the players back, I do think that they're not as polished as they have been in yesteryear. As I said, I was having a look at the um, Premiership favourites at the moment and I was looking at Penrith and the Roosters, the two favourites, going, they got, you know, they've got more in them. We haven't seen the best one. Looking at Melbourne at $9 going, fuck, is that a little bit unders? Mm. I, I don't think this team, and I'm sure they'll pull my pants down and prove me wrong, but I'm not sure if they're in the top five teams that can win this comp. I'm really not. Not right now. Not uh, right now. Going to be an interesting three weeks for Melbourne. They've got Roos, uh, Rabbitohs, Roosters and Manly coming up. Oof. <sighs> Because like the thing, like yeah, for sure, Storm missing players. I'm, I, I 100% respect that. 
But I mean, this is against a Tigers team that was bang average, bang average. And so it really will be a test of where the Storm are this next three weeks. Because there are three teams that you don't want to be coming up against when you're no. just struggling to find some form together. Now, the Storm truly are a side that when they get their spine together, all their money's in their spine. Yeah. When they get Pappenhausen back, hopefully comes back soon. When they get Hughes, Munster, Grant, they are a different team entirely. And that, that's the risky run, isn't it, of, of stacking your, your side around your spine? Because when there are injuries, and I think it's quite remarkable that over the last two decades how fortunate the Storm have been with durability around... You look at Cameron Smith, who retired a few years ago now, but hardly missed a game. Yeah. So much money tied up in him. Billy Slater, pretty durable across Aside his from career. the end of his career, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was pretty durable most of the time. Cooper Cronk, extremely durable. Mm. But when it goes wrong, you start getting injuries to these players that you've invested around. The result is what we're seeing at the moment. It, mm. oof. And when you have a look... I've said it before, but I think the other big factor... You mentioned the big three. like A guy like um, Nelson, he didn't miss a game for his first... Four and a half seasons mm. Been that big body And now you take him out of it He's out for a few weeks Brandon Smith We've already spoken about The impact he's had I'm just I'm not convinced That they've got the guys To be able to fill the gaps That they've lost Completely Yeah But a win's a win Good on them Good win They can build on it Now onto the Tigers um, <laughs> Johnny Batman Was good um, I don't know I like Brooks and Tigers, please, just part ways. He, I, I'm sure Brooksy's a great bloke. I've never heard a person that knows Brooksy that says he's, a, he's not a good bloke. But on the weekend, unfortunately, like, it, it's just not working. Like, it is just not working. Like, Brooksy had a, you know, a pretty poor game, to be honest, uh, at least for the first half. And as I've said every single week, I think there is a high, high – I mean, he's a Dallium halfback. There's a high-quality football there. I don't know why the Tigers, you know, and look, to everyone that I've spoken to, and this isn't 100% confirmation, but everyone I've spoken to is that has implied that Brooks would have been willing to go to another club if the Tigers were willing to let him go. And so when I hear that, I'm like, Tigers, just bite the bullet. Let, like, let him be happy and play some footy somewhere else. Bring someone else through at the Tigers. I just don't think it's working, man. I mean, it sounds stupid to say that because it hasn't been working for a long time, but at what point is enough enough for this poor bloke? Like, I know he was the one that played poorly, so he has to take responsibility for that. But at what point do you go, mate, you know what? Go and do your thing, bro. We this, this is This is the last year of his contract. Okay. Yep. But they were talking about resigning. We've had this conversation before. Yeah. I've been having this conversation with him for a decade. And they were t weren't they talking about resigning him a few weeks ago? I'm pretty sure they so. were. Could you just like maybe Google some of that? Those if they re-sign him, is anyone surprised? Honestly? No, I mean, no. Common sense says won't happen. They literally got rid of Hastings to, to basically said, no, no, Brooks is still our guy. Hastings, you're a 13. Knowing that Hastings wasn't going to want to play 13. Like, Hastings is not a 13. They've won two of their last 24 games with Luke Brooks at halfback. It's not Fuck. solely on him, but that's a hell of a lot. Oh, man, that's tough. And then the, what's so frustrating for us, Keeper, like your heart broke a little bit for him in that first 20 minutes yeah. where just everything that could go wrong Went did wrong. go wrong. Yeah. And, like, we know how good he can be and, like, there are far more intelligent footy heads out there who I've spoken to are just like, he's still got so much to offer and he will excel at another club. He just <sighs> needs to get out. 
And it's at the point now, just like, you just want to see it. I'm, I'm yeah. sick of talking about it and, and saying, shouldn't be there, needs to move on, everyone needs a fresh start. Just let him go early. Just Nothing's going to change at the Tigers. Well, you won the spoon last year. Yeah. So what's the point of keeping him? Yeah. Because it's like, you can't go any lower. Yeah. And if you've brought Appy to the club, we've seen the impact that Appy's had on so many halfbacks throughout his career. I'd be saying Appy, is he the guy you wanted halfback or not? Is he, he going to make it work? And I'd be backing up his word in, see what and, he says. And if they were to bite the bullet early and try and get rid of him this season, like, we know, because we know there's such good footballer in there and there are clubs who need a halfback, you'd get a good player swap deal for him. Surely. Like, that would be worthwhile going early for, not yep. like we need him to the end of this year. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I would love to see him at another club. I'd love to see him kill it at the Tigers, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, was, imagine a world where they swap Brooks for Clemmer. Like, it, that would be a huge win, in my opinion. Then you have Jacko playing seven, leading the team around Clemmer in the forward pack. That'd be unreal, but... Because they swapped Hastings for Clemmer, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, so back in January, Brooks said to the journos that there's been talks with the club about a potential new deal, but he's in no rush. So, yeah, there was talk about it. Fuck. And, yeah, you know, I, I feel really sorry for Brooks. And I said it to you boys the other day. I genuinely think that if... Eight years ago, whenever the hell it was, if Mitch Moses would have stayed and Luke Brooks would have gone to Parramatta, I think Luke Brooks right now is a really successful halfback. I think Mitch Moses would be a train wreck as well. Mate, it's, it is like... And look, it's I know people sitting there going, are you serious? He's on over a million dollars. How can you feel sorry for this bloke? And I get that. I get that. I totally do. Um, and I don't feel sorry from, from that perspective. He's getting paid good coin. Uh, but how much he's getting paid doesn't make it easier to just consistently lose not not work out be the fall guy even when you do say you'd be willing to go somewhere else they say no we'd rather keep you i uh it's gotta happen it's it's gotta happen it's it's getting too far for both people for the tigers let them move forward let luke brooks move forward it's hard to work out who it would be better for brooks or the tigers it's bizarre to me there's there's gonna be no losers to come out of that divorce just Make it well, Clemmer would have been a perfect swap because you would have kept Hastings for one, but for two, Clemmer was he on like 700, 800k. So the contract is around the same. The Tigers might have had to chip in 200k a year, which you would have copped to keep. Inside, so that's what I don't. Oh man, I mean, to be fair, we said this when it happened. Oh, we would have kept Hastings, and I oh, think mate, the evidence was there two weeks ago against Newcastle. Jacko comes out, loses his five eight, loses his hooker. Players with hardly any players left on the fucking field. Newcastle get the job done. Somehow. Like, that was it. If you, if you swap Hastings and Brooks over in that game, I think Tigers go 13 plus. I really do. Mm. It's tough. And also, like, if Appy Corsair is the man you're going to build that spine around. So everything should be down to Appy, what do you want? Because he's the guy. He's won premierships. He knows what it takes. He's led multiple teams. Well, not led, but he has been a part, a key part in multiple teams' premierships. Not far off leading. Well, he didn't lead the Rabbitohs to a premiership. Fair, okay. Yeah, but, but that's yeah. I'm just hey, I'm just protecting yeah, myself no, from the internet because I know that out. comment was already there. Lead, you serious? Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> and so Appy's got to be the guy that you lean on. I think it was Maddie actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's about to write that. Um, oh, I mean, even look at the bench. Uh, something happened, and Robbie Farrell went and put his head up and was like, "Oh my god, bro." Um, anyway, so let's try to talk about some positives. Um, Bateman, wow. Bateman is an absolute beast. Uh, Isaiah Papali'i getting through a bunch of work. He's not as destructive as he 
was obviously the Eels, but I think it'll come when they build some um, build some combinations. Uh, I know I was going to say we're going to speak about positives, but Adam Dewey, fullback, not sure if that's the solution to the, the situation. Yeah, but I'm not sure if it's a problem either, to be honest with you. I, that's the thing, though. If you like, if you if you were to not play Brooks next week, what do you do then? Do you move Dewey back into and then Wakem goes heart, to seven? Wakem seven because that's the other thing as well. Like, you know who else looked pretty handy last year? Jock Madden. Let him go as well. <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre. I right, tell you what, I did love that the Tigers did on the weekend. They didn't pigeonhole John Bateman to sit on the right edge. Yeah. let him roam, and I thought he looked really dangerous. I'd be playing him at thirteen, I think personally, and I'd just be giving him full throttle to do whatever he can do. Yeah, I was pretty against that because I think that like he's so good on edge. But with this team's makeup, yep, and Bole is a good player. Is he a thirteen yet? I don't know if he's ready to be a ball playing thirteen. So it's like okay. We don't have a ball playing 13 in our side. What do we have? We've got a guy that can cause havoc whenever he touches the ball. Let's just get him in the middle so he can touch the ball as much as possible. He can call plays. He can direct people to where he wants to get to. I think it's the smart thing to do to move Bateman there. And I was initially against it, thinking that they would have settled on a 13 that was a 13 ball player. Doesn't look like they have. And if I'm playing the Tigers... I would much rather see Bateman on the edge than at 13. He's much easier to handle there. In just my, give him the ball. In this time. Yeah, just yes. get the ball in his hands. Yep. He's so important to them. Um, I guess the, the good thing is, is that, well, let's hope that Johnny can, like, drag everyone with him, you know, because he's doing everything he can at the moment. And let's hope that they all kind of get behind him, I guess, because at the moment, unfortunately, just... Uh, look, in their defence, keeping the Storm to 24 at the Storm's home ground isn't terrible. Like, it's not, you know, something to write home about, but it's not terrible either. Like, you know, they didn't get blown out at Storm's home ground. Um, but you know, yeah. I look at, like, again, it's, it's always tough going down to Melbourne, as we know, but a 78% completion by the Tigers, not too bad. Not like, bad. Certainly a pass mark. Same amount so, of missed tackles too, basically. Yeah, but then, like, the Titans put 40 on them last week. Two tries. One was Appy Corsia kicking through for himself. Without completion, you know, essentially one try through ball playing, and that was Johnny Bateman crabbing across field, yeah. which isn't necessarily like ball playing. That's it's just, just like Johnny Bateman being Johnny Bateman having yeah. a crack. And realistically, I think the happy try, a more experienced fullback, that try doesn't mm. happen. Mm. It's tough. I feel sorry for Tigers fans. Like I don't know what what we what, you'd get up here and pretend like, oh no, well this is good, this is good. Unfortunately, they're the only team that. They haven't won a game, have they? No. And, I, mate, I've got so much respect for Tigers fans because you, you can literally see in the comments how their attitude has changed over the last few years that they can all see it now. Mm-hmm. I think it makes it harder to watch. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Anyway, hopefully Johnny, Big Johnny can uh, drag them forward. Happy Coruscant as well. You know, at least they got at least their recruits, Happy Coruscant, Papali'i and Bateman are all... And even Clement, to a degree, 131 metres, 31 tackles, zero misses. Worked his ass off. So at least their recruits are, like, ripping in. That's a positive because the last thing you'd want is them to rock up and be like, yeah, it's his retirement, I'm just going to chill. And that's it can be like – I don't – a lot of the time, I don't think it's as such blokes not having a crack. I think they're having a crack. They're all just on a different page to each other. Yeah, there's no – they're not hunting as a pack. Nah. They're not getting to certain points in the field. Like, even Stefano had some real strong carries. Like, they all rip in, but mm. there's just no direction. Yeah. Brisbane in Brisbane next Saturday night for the Tigers. I will say Brisbane have been so, like, 
their own worst enemy. You mm. just don't know with him. We'll get to Brizzy because I'm. So, s- uh, bo- bogey game for the Bronx. Tigers. Yeah, last got towed up last it? year. Yeah. And we've made both games, Dragons and Dolphins, super difficult for ourselves. Mm. Anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, so look, hopefully they can get all that energy, bring it together. Because, like, I think. Um, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Tim Sheens came out and said Dane Laurie may stay at 14. <laughs> well, di- didn't he also mention after the game that Johnny Bateman might have an injury? Did you guys see that? Oh, no, uh, I didn't see that. But he wouldn't, as per usual. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, they didn't want to reveal it. What's it. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny, they didn't want to reveal what the injury was. Tell your fans what's going on, oh, for fuck's sake. Just do them some form of a favour. What do you reckon the odds are Bronx Tigers next week? Um, four bucks, Tigers. Garrett? I'm looking at it, so I won't shoot. Oh. Yeah, good Not get. Bad. 390. Yeah. I thought that would have been well more. Oh, really? Yeah. Mate. Just just had a look. Tigers have won their last four against the Bronx. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah. That's probably why. And also, just the way the Broncos are playing, it is like if they just get a team that completes high against them and is decent, it's they may, they'll lose. They'll lose. Because, <laughs> um, like, it's awesome being at the top of the table and, yeah, you know, we have these explosive moments and these crazy exciting games and our defence is really good. But when you actually watch the Broncos play, you're going, mate, we should we should have put the Dolphins away by 13 plus on the weekend. But and that's a credit to Dolph- and Dolphins' incredible grit. But like the amount of times that we were just trying to build pressure and then we just dropped the ball. Anyway, um. I reckon that <laughs> some of your young guys might really get up for this one. Our young guys, yeah. I, reckon that? That, I just reckon they'll see this game coming and go, "Fuck, we can put on a show here." That's a problem. They, they need to just build pressure. Yeah, but I reckon they'll get away with it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 